everybody. Welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. All right, so this is going to be our Chicago offseason, I guess, update. Uh, big stuff happened, I guess, if you want to. Maybe not positive, maybe not negative. We don't know. Uh, but we want to just get an update and then also kind of see what we kind of predict for Chicago moving forward based off of the big signing that just happened. So... Um, we're going to dive into that. Before we get into that, though, again, uh, everybody, some housekeeping things. Again, we just need you guys to like, rate, and share the podcast as much as possible. We, Again, like we said before, we want to grow. We want this to be a community of sports fans talking about sports. Um, so I'd love to see you guys down in the comments giving us your thoughts and then also uh, making sure that you guys share it with a friend uh, and, and reach out uh, and get it growing because we want more people to hear us we want more people to get involved and we just want to have this be a fun interactive community here um now other thing um also our twitter at the underscore square pod go follow us there if you want to see updates we put out tweets polls and, and things like that news updates will go up there first as well as they happen if before we get a chance uh to uh talk about it on the show um now let's talk football let's talk chicago Let's talk the Bears. Um, the Bears. Bears. Da, Bears. Uh, they go ahead and sign Andy freaking Dalton, the Red Rifle, uh, over, I think it's a one-year deal, $10 million in base salary, I believe, uh, or guaranteed. I don't know if it's guaranteed or if it's base salary, but it can incentives bump it up to $13 million, uh, if they perform well. Uh, so... That's really the crux of it. It's not a horrible deal, uh, in my opinion. Um, I wish it was a different quarterback, but hey, I mean, he didn't have a horrible season last year. I know you have the stats for him: two thousand plus yards, fourteen touchdowns, eight interceptions, eighty uh, something QBR quarterback rating. Um, eighty-nine point three. Eighty-nine. Oh, almost ninety. So yeah, that's uh. Eighty-nine point three. Was eighty-seven point three. Eighty-seven point three. Eighty-seven. All right. Uh, doesn't matter. It's still not a horrible QBR, but not the best. Eighty-seven point three. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm a little bit disappointed. I've we've mentioned this in the last uh, podcast, uh, but uh, like I said, I'm a little bit disappointed. But I definitely don't hate the signing. I'm not going to overreact at the signing. Like a lot of people are know, uh, if you are on Twitter, uh, Big Cat, uh, he's definitely gone in and is really irate about this. We've been looking to see a Russell Wilson tweet. Uh, it's just not the Russell Wilson tweet that we wanted. Uh, I think Seattle came out and said, hey, we're not going to be trading him this year. We're going to go in on uh, on Russell Wilson this year and, 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 and try to run it back one more time. And... I think more than likely he's going to be traded next offseason. But let's uh, get your thoughts uh, on this year. Um, I was highly disappointed when I first heard about this because, of course, you know, any Bears fan has been short of breath for the last <laughs> several weeks now. Two months since the season ended. On this whole <laughs> Russell Wilson fiasco, and with the caveat being the possibility of a Deshaun Watson. It is, man, this has just been a... I mean, a, a tease of all teases for the for the for the off season, where it just <sighs> you're just flirting with the idea that we can possibly have these guys. Yeah. Um, however, what is setting any Bears fan up for it, and if you're a Bears fan out there, you know where I'm going with this. It's the flip side. If or when it does not happen, what is the alternative? You know, yeah. and the alternative. 
the <laughs> the depth of the of the alternative is so vastly wide. Like the, the who's that number three person? There's such who a who cares who's the number three? Right, yeah. the gap. Is, it was the two or bust basically, and it's the Grand Canyon. Yeah. It's just you can't see number three. It, it's and there's nothing wrong from three on because we already went through a short list. And I'm gonna bring the short list back up. Um, to make a different point, but um, it's just the gap is oh, is is so large to the for a Bears fan, it might as well not even be. A, it's just like you said, it's like two or bust. Well, for us, I mean, as a Bears fan, we've never had a franchise quarterback. I mean, since Sid Luckman, we haven't had one, and it, we wish it was Jim McMahon. He still wasn't. I mean. That that team was carried by the defense. It wasn't a it wasn't a quarterback first league at the time in the first place, and he definitely wasn't that guy that was going to transcend the defensive play style of Chicago. Um, I mean, Jay Cutler, again, defense first uh, mentality at the time with Lovey Smith and and uh, Brian Urlacher was there. Lance Briggs, uh, you had Peanut Tillman. I mean, that entire defense was stacked. Julius Peppers. I mean. There, at that time, it was defense first still. And then you have a, a decent quarterback that can lead you to the playoffs and get you maybe a win or two. We ended up with the NFC Championship and, all, and almost had it until Jay Cutler goes down. So, man, I just – it's disappointing because you, you, you were actually sought after by – franchise quarterback in Russell Wilson, a guy that said, hey, I want to play for you. And with that being in mind and missing out on that specifically, that that's just disappointing because it's you go from re- being happy about somebody wanting you like Russell Wilson wanting you, and you end up with Andy Dalton. Like, not, not to rag on Andy Dalton, but you're not Russell Wilson. You're not Deshaun Watson. You're you're not to me anyway. You're not Sam Darnold. Like right. uh, I would 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 have rather sorry uh, wanted uh, Sam Darnold than Andy Dalton because um, I just think he has better upside and he getting out from under the Adam Gase situation. I think Sam Darnold would have been a better fit. Um, but I digress. I mean, it's just let's look positively at it. Andy Dalton's not the worst signing we could have had. I mean, there's definitely other quarterbacks out there. I mean, sticking with Nick Foles definitely would have been the worst option out of any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, re-signing Mitch Trubisky would have been a worse option. Um, and like I said earlier, Andy Dalton did not have a horrible season last year. He had a horrible situation, but he did not have a horrible season. So um, I, I think we can kind of look on the bright side of it as this gives both Andy Dalton an opportunity to kind of – get his second wind for his career. I mean, he was with Cincinnati for so long uh, in kind of a rut and never been able to win a playoff game. And then they move on for him to go with Joe Burrow. And then you get in a really crappy situation with Dallas. You're backing up Dak. You come in when Dak gets injured. Everybody wants you to kind of show up Dak so that he doesn't want to get that huge deal that he got. And then you get absolutely beamed in the head by uh i think it was what against new york where he had that injury Mm -hmm. um and then your teammates don't even stand up for you when you get late hit kind of cheap shot to get a concussion so man i I just uh, andy dalton it's not that he doesn't do it for me i'm hoping that hey i'm wrong that maybe andy dalton has something left in the tank that nobody else has seen but 
with Ryan Pace's track record, man, this is, just seems like another miss to me. Miss. Oh, that's <coughs> strong. Um, let's remember, you know, when Dak Prescott went down, Andy Dalton was not the backup. Andy DiNucci was. No, Andy Dalton came in. Didn't Ben DiNucci? No, I'm sorry, not Andy DiNucci. I'm ben ben DiNucci. DiNucci. He came in first and he got injured. And then Andy Dalton came no, in. No, Andy Dalton got injured and ben, D- ben DiNucci came in for Andy Dalton when he got his concussion. Okay, then what? Did he come right back? Because <laughs> Ben DiNucci didn't play on that one game. Ben DiNucci played two, three games. No, he's and- played in three, started one. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> Andy Dalton came back. And it was then a mess. He okay. he took over the rest of the season. I, that's what I remember. I mean, I could definitely be wrong. I don't After Dak Prescott point. went down, I definitely did tune out Dallas for I don't the rest remember. of the season. My <laughs> point being was, it did, you know, he came in. Yes, he did what he needed to do. Um, he did kind of what they asked him to do. Not necessarily the first few games, but like I said, his numbers came out to be decent by the end of the year considering the type of offense he was playing on. I mean, and yeah. Now let's just translate this over to Chicago. Again, I hear this this afternoon that, you know, they signed up to this one year deal. I'm a little pissed. We taking the we okay, we go on the alternative third route, mm-hmm. third option. Going looking at what's behind curtain number three and it's Andy Dalton. Okay, so my fandom has to come out now. With that being said, my short list. Remember, if y'all go back a couple of episodes, I told you number one, the number one person, we because we, the whole segment, of course, we didn't want to do the segment, but <laughs> the segment was based on, okay, there's no Russell Wilson, there's no Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Which direction are we going? Number one, we both consensually said it was Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Okay, when I last looked, Sam Darnold was still in the Jets. Sam Darnold could still be traded somewhere. Um, Selden is still available. Yes. At number two, I had the red rifle. And I yes, know that you shocked you. So, And that's why I was like, well, <laughs> it took the number two option off my list. So, therefore, not that bad. You know, in the aspect of the, sh- if we're going to look at it from the short, from list, the short list aspect. Um, and, okay. And, and, and that, that I, okay. So it's going to be Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. All right, and I know most Bears fans, after they get over this hangover, so like, okay, we're okay, and once they accept it. <laughs> so who are we going to put around them now, you know? Pump y'all brakes, people. We're going to get there in a second. Remember on number three, my number third choice was another trade, and that was the Marcus Mariota mm-hmm. deal. Um, Marcus Mariota has not been traded. He is still with Vegas, still viable. Then number four, we had Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. When I last looked, Teddy Bridgewater has not been traded. He is still in Carolina <laughs> and is still looking to possibly move on to another situation. So up until right now, everything, nothing is off the board on my short list outside of the number two person that they, which was the number one free agent signing that I I've had that I had on my list. Yeah. Then at number five, we have Jameis Winston. Needless to say, he's already gone as of today. He resigns with New England, New, New Orleans. Orleans. Understandably, I, it was a nice pipe dream. Not gonna happen. We move on. Um, and number six, I had Alex Smith, and we discussed that. Um, Alex Smith is still out there, still available. 
Um, I think we, I had Alex Smith higher on my list, but right. we had the same number, the same guys right. on the list. What do you have, my four? Uh, probably three or four. Yeah. Three or four. Okay. Yeah, because I had Dominic too. And then at number seven, I had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Just left as of today. Ryan Fitzpatrick was not on my list. <laughs> was on my. It was at yeah. number seven. So out of my my short list of seven guys, two well, guys off of it. Two only two guys is off of the list. We one choose guy's on one, our team. And that was the number one guy that I had on my list. So from a short list standpoint, <laughs> the short the short list theory, um, Bears look great right now. Now, I digress from that. That was yeah. <laughs> don't go too far into that. Okay. Andy Dalton is not going to move the dial no more than probably virtually Maybe a couple of these other guys. We can and we can argue about who those was, who those guys is. is that, the, that's I mean, going to be able to move the needle for well, Chicago. Let's just say I think the only two outside of obviously the two that everybody knows, Deshaun Watson and, and Russell Wilson. Outside of those guys, the only two guys above Andy Dalton that could really move the needle would be Sam Darnold, and to me would be Teddy Bridgewater. Hmm. I think those two guys could definitely allow us to do something different but Andy Dalton I, I don't like like I said I don't hate in a vacuum I don't hate the signing like, I okay. think that the signing is good stay there now stay with me silver lining time this is what got me excited okay so you you know we're preparing for the podcast I'm coming in you know we're getting information all throughout the day so it's coming in even as we're preparing for the show this one just happened coincidentally to come in right as we were preparing so I'm reading it. I, I see a one-year deal. You know, first thing come to my mind, okay, they typical, they go cheap, you know, and they yeah. just however, there's some other things that's happening that I've I'm still piecing the work the the um, the conversation together. Could you feel the, the listeners in on what's going on with the Russell Wilson thing? And I'm gonna come right back into the Andy Dalton. Okay. So what happened with Russell Wilson, which I am elated to hear what happened with Russell Wilson from Chicago's standpoint. The, not the fact that we didn't get him, just the fact that Chicago went all in on trying to get Russell Wilson. They went to Seattle and gave. They were trying to back up the brink. They were going to sell the farm for Russell Wilson, but Seattle, uh, Pete Carroll, who the ownership group that's in Seattle, and whoever the GM is, is over there, came back and said, "We are not. We refuse to trade Russell Wilson to anybody this year." So. The, back, the fact that Chicago missed out on him. Now, if they end up trading Russell Wilson after this, I'm going to be pissed. But <laughs> but it sounds like from what Seattle is saying and what they said to Chicago GM Ryan Pace is the fact that they are not moving Russell Wilson. They are committed. They are going to do whatever they can to keep him this year. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to – because Russell Wilson did say, hey, I'm not requesting a trade, but you, if you do want to trade me, these are the four teams I want to go to. Um, so he's okay staying in Seattle, at least for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, it sounds like depending on what Seattle does this year, if they don't do anything in this off season period where they're trying to get free agents to, to help protect Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's going to be even more pissed when Seattle gets knocked out of either the playoffs or gets, or gets eliminated from the playoffs next year. He's going to be livid because he told you exactly what he wanted mm-hmm. and you guys from what it looks like right now, haven't done anything to help. Right. So right now it looks like Russell Wilson is more than likely going to be on the trade block next off season. 
and he might actually force Seattle next year to actually trade him. He might actually go and make an official trade request next season, uh, depending on what moves are made this offseason. Got it. Okay, so we laid out that groundwork. That's yep. where they at with, with Russell Wilson. Uh-uh, Seattle has now reneged, backed off. We're not taking any more calls. Now they're back to, you know, planting their, their hind legs, back to where they, their first stance was. Yep. We're, we're not trying, you know, they're back to playing hardball again. I was expecting this. At some point that they was just going to stop entertaining this because the, the talk was really about everything that they're going to lose and what everybody else was going to gain. But unfortunately, what Seattle is not understanding is you made this mess with this guy, not yeah. us. And that's the problem. He does not want to be there. Now you're going to do the Detroit Lion thing that, the, you know, the Detroit Lions slash Barry Sanders situation. We're going to hold this guy for ransom now, mm-hmm. you know. And I was I was kind of expecting it, but the chatter was just so thick and so loud. It just it made a space for you to ignore that and just go with what the narrative was. Well, I think the biggest thing is, is that Chicago was doing something out of character. Chicago does not make big moves. They no. don't. Historically, you, you no. don't. Whenever you go turn on ESPN, it's not anything to do with Chicago. Not with the Bears. They're not going to do anything. They're just going to sit there and say, hey, we can draft, which absolutely the hell we can't. We can't draft a quarterback. They <laughs> they make splashes in only two areas, in two areas alone. Heisman running backs mm-hmm. and defensive players. Some particular type of defensive lineman or linebacker. Yeah. That's it. They don't make a splash in no other area. They never have, you know, and they never probably, I want to say never will, but we, that remains to be seen. Um, so we take that Russell, the, the, you know, Seattle situation, well, what's going on with Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. Okay, they take, we're not going to do anything. We, 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 we're, we're, um, shutting we're, down any office. Right, right at, for, the, for this year. Okay, if that's really the case, fine, you know. But if that remains to be seen, but the fact is, they put that out there. Yeah. Moments later, within the hour, Andy Dalton is signed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to overreact because okay, because one could ask is this Ryan Pace was just this is the deal he had in the back burner. And he was just trying to wait. You know that he got confirmation, so he moved on. Rumor is is that this is a deal, and this is Andy Dalton. Has been been in talks with Chicago for the last two days, three days, talked to before the even legal tampering period started, which all these guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. They were in talks already. Whatever happened with Seattle, or whatever happened with Seattle, did happen. Them shutting down everything, um, and then one other team was in on talking with Andy Dalton. So then the deal got done. That is the rumor as it stands right now. Got it. And that's that's all fine and dandy. Um, <clears throat> so as and as you as you pointed out, the Bears had did something that they don't normally do, and that's be aggressive in the free agency and go after and try to go after their guy. Now, granted, this would had to do with a trade aspect as opposed to just going out there and get their guy out of free agency. Uh, but hopefully, they they'll keep this go just go going after it and go for it. Ment, you know, mentality throughout the rest of this free agency, you know, yeah. barring whatever happens from this situation it, when, when it's finally said and, you know, when it's all said and done. Um, so, so they shutting that down. Andy Dalton deal gets done, you know, moments after. 
or become is confirmed moments after and now we you know and it's been reported and he signs the one year you said up to 12 million dollars 13 of uh, 13 million dollars incentives and so on and so forth with with the bears okay it looks on the surface it looks like a status quo deal like so i get it at worst i want to say this preference now i believe if at worst andy dalton is an insurance policy to what i'm about to share Without this theory that I have, that okay. seeing that the Bears have done things that they have never done, let's just stay in that mind frame. They stay aggressive, correct? Let's just say they stay stay aggressive. After listening to all the podcasts that I listened to, and I went to a lot of Chicago podcasts, and it, some I did not want to listen to because it's just guys regurgitating yeah. some of the other, you know, like, dude, did you listen to the other guys' <laughs> podcast and just start to repeat what he said? Because yeah. It just got to that kind of point, you know. It's just if you listen to too many of them, just yeah. But uh, moving on. So I just I wanted to hear what the chatter was going on in Chicago. I I didn't want to hear what was going on in the league, you know. So mm-hmm. from that, I just you know, it, it it they it was just this whole you know, um, well, Chicago is you know, um, they they just don't seem to have the assets necessary. To, you know, and they 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 want to send a boatload of picks, and they're going to be very aggressive, and they and they, you know, and there's all these little buzzwords they just kept using. But what the the overall thing that they kept sharing was, do they have the right assets, or do they have the assets that um, Seattle will take? And I'm thinking in my mind, if Seattle's going to take a king's ransom, it, it just it, everything that that Chicago could offer, and they was like, we will mortgage the entire few. Okay. How far are y'all willing to go with that? Because from where y'all at right now, you don't have a whole lot of leverage based unless it's almost like we need Seattle to be desperate, you know, like we desperate, you yeah. know, and they're not going to be. So therefore it's like, it's almost like, well, we need a deal that makes sense for us. And all we can sell is, well, Russell Wilson, I want to play for you, you know, and I, and that's valid. But at the same time, he didn't say these are the four teams trade me. He said, if y'all are thinking about, which, of course, they're not, so and they wasn't. Well, it seemed I, like there was some sort of a riff. I don't understand yeah. it was a riff, but he, ne- but it was never to the point where he was so forcefully like asking for a trade. Get me out of here. No, right. it, wasn't, it wasn't that. That was, which is, thank you, Russell Wilson, for not, for doing, for not doing that, because that's what we needed to get this thing over the hump. Oh, yeah. If he, he would have said that, I think press, that, He yeah. didn't press this. Once he does, which I think is going to be the case next year, depending, and this is what I was saying, this is what I wanted to get into was the fact that Seattle, what are you doing? You haven't made any signings yet. Well, no, you know, <laughs> put the card before the horse. We're going to get there. So, with that being said, okay, now we got Andy Dalton. One year, $13 million. That's just base salary. Boom. Yeah. Just done. I'm in, I am in the strange, I have this strange um, feeling. Bear's not done yet. And this is what it I'm better saying. better not be. <laughs> Hear me out. What if they made a signing and they and, and this signing has nothing more to do with we are now getting the proper assets over here to trade. We'll sign them just to trade this guy. Like we didn't have a quarterback to trade. Nobody wants Nick Foles. I get that. You know, I don't care what team it is. I wouldn't want him. Time out. I don't want Nick Foles under the contract that he has now. I understand what you're saying. That's, yeah. I think that is, we got a bigger fish to fry right now. Yeah. You know, but the point being is, 
at worst, I was saying, Andy Dalton is an insurance policy. Yeah. At best, silver lining, he that now they have a quarterback they can actually trade that is much better than Nick Foles, much more comparable, would have, I mean, will he play more years? That remains to be seen. However, Andy Dalton has shown way more consistency. Andy yeah. Dalton is a starting quarterback. Nick Foles is not. That's the difference. And Nick Foles hasn't been a starting quarterback, truth be told, for quite some time. Yeah. Super Bowl or not, he was, not, he was a kind of a tweener. He was not yeah. necessarily a starter. And after last year, we know for a fact he's not a starter anymore. Yeah. Um, but now you've got a starting quarterback that you can actually trade. Now, we can go low scale. Like, let's get away from the big names for a moment. But there you still have a Marcus Mariota sitting out there. The Sam Darnold that yeah. we're talking about, as well as the um, Teddy Bridgewater. All I'm saying is take that plus three number ones or number one and a couple of twos. Now with these guys, I think we can definitely get this deal done without really getting rid of much of anybody. Yeah. I don't think that Chicago is going to, if they are going to make a splash trade, it would be for one of the big guys that you, you know, for a fact, but that's where I was really going. Yeah. That's what, you know, if, what if the silver lining is this? We just needed to actually add an asset to our team to trade, and definitely a quarterback. Which, well, I'm saying now I'm getting to my short list, and you know now when we're talking about this type of trade with the short list, well, you can't talk about the people we would trade for because we're trading this guy away. So now we're talking about the best free agents guys that's out there, and I think he's still one of the best free agent quarterbacks out there mm-hmm. from the numbers. <laughs> that should be that with the right package just might turn Seattle back on to listening where, and the other little hook is, I know I'm really reaching at this point. <laughs> he came from Dallas. Where did Russell Wilson want to go? Dallas. Who they probably would have traded. I mean, I know they would have tried to get Dak Prescott, but you know. Yeah. I mean, but you, now you're getting the other guy. I mean, but Seattle couldn't, can't, couldn't necessarily, if they was to trade Russell Wilson, turn their nose too much and be like, oh, I don't want Andy Dalton. You know, Andy Dalton Andy Dalton didn't have a horrible year. Well, last with year. that, I mean, the only way that that happens is if Russell Wilson says, no, screw Seattle, I want it done now. Um, and if they don't do that, then I just, I don't, like I said, I, I just don't think that Seattle is going to trade them this year. I think that he's there. They've, they've said it. They've stated it. We are going to go in this year and get it done. We're going to, where he's he doesn't want to be traded just yet, so let's just run it back. Let's go see what we can do. Um, Why did they wait to day two to the free agency to say that? As opposed, they could have said that last week. They could have said that weeks ago. And that's I, I hear that. I They're just, just waiting for an I offer that they exactly. Yeah. I don't take it as face value. Yeah. What? But again, which gets me excited about the Andy Dalton trade. I mean, a pick um signing where I'm not saying that that's not their guy, but I'm also saying. Not saying that that there is their guy, you know. I I think it is. I, for me, I, I I'm hopeful, maybe yes, that that you're right about that. But for me, I think it they're going in with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles this year. It's Nick Foles' last year of his contract. We've got one year of Andy Dalton. We're not going to have any dead cap space after this year at the quarterback position anyway. Um, so let's just go in try to see what the new cap space is going to be the following year. 
Let's see what we can do with Andy Dalton this year. We got Allen Robinson on a one-year deal, a better quarterback than Nick Foles, better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. Let's go and see what we can do with them. And then next year, if Russell Wilson is back on the trade block, we've got an opportunity okay. to I'm go get him. I'm just refusing this whole next year of Russell Wilson. Every time you say that, it just makes me cringe. Every single – I'm like, you know what? I'm not – I don't think this year is done yet. And this no, no, hear, I, no, no, hear me out. I mean, just hear me. I'm not saying you're not saying that. It's just I'm not saying anything about next year at all. That's, I'm being very clear about that. Because I, I'm still, at the quarterback position, right I don't here. think that – I think that this is this is Chicago's opportunity. That that was their opportunity. You missed out on Jacoby Brissett. You missed out on Tyrod Taylor. You He's, missed out on Cam Newton. Right. You missed out on Jameis Winston. I mean, Alex Smith is out there. Like you said, you mm-hmm. still got other guys. Like you can go get Sam Donald. You can go get this guy, the other, whoever else you want to go for. You decided today on day two to go get Andy Dalton. I think that that's what they were like. Well, this is our best option. I I. It's a be- it's better than what we had last year, so that's Again, what they're saying. Can still be signed to be traded. I don't. I wouldn't. So for me, Wait. I wouldn't do that because it, you. First of all, you're going to have dead cap space no matter what if you trade him this year. It's, even if it is five million dollars or whatever the dead cap dead cap space number would be, you trade him. There is going to be a certain amount that you that's dead on your on your Ross on your uh, salary cap. Okay, that that may be so, but again. I gotta go back to looking at the assets. The Bears did not have the best assets to offer this year based on the fact that they wanted to overachieve down the stretch of the season and get themselves in the playoffs just to face New Orleans, you know, and now we're stuck with a number 20 pick overall and not the greatest pick. Sounds good when you're the Jets when you have two and 23 or versus the Bears with just 20, you know? I mean, yeah, but I mean, for me, I just don't see them trading away to incur more dead cap because we we still got to get under the ca- salary cap we're still uh, still above that so I understand that, but i guess i'm oh, but the whole point is them to be aggressive to get their guy okay they might have to do something they never done to yeah, get no and i understand that, that but just, i i'm saying i'm hoping that you're right but for <laughs> me i don't think you are i just i can't sell this guy on anything no tonight. you're not selling me on that i I'm just think that they've made the it, decision it's open no they did not make the on day 2 this is not that let me explain something if this is their decision we're done for the season i mean i'm saying we're done even discussing anything about the bears they can stop Signing people, they can. Who yeah. cares if y'all get under? Just pay the luxury. Tax. It does not matter now. You there know? is no luxury tax. You know what I mean? You know, it's just like it does. Whatever the penalty is for not getting under the cap, you know, whatever that may be. I'm just saying, you know, it just no. I, I refuse to think that by day two they just resigned to Andy Dalton and let, let's just move on, people. I don't think so. No, I. I honestly, from what I've seen from Ryan Pace, and this is just a, a four-year looking back. What did we? Do, what was Ryan Pace's first quarterback decision that he made? We're moving off of Jay Cutler, and I'm giving freaking Mike Glennon eighteen million dollars. Come yeah, on, yeah. this dude, I, Ryan Pace. If this is what you you decided, and this is the best offer you can get. For, for a quarterback position after you've been told for two years that we need to fix the quarterback position? Well, we already know in the Mike Glennon, he jumped the gun. He had no business jumping out there doing that. I mean, granted, yes, he keeps doing it over and, and over. And you traded up I don't to go think get Mr. Trubisky. Was it. I, right. I think it is. And then <laughs> there's the Nick Foles deal. And now 
I'm not gonna say and now Andy. I like this pickup. I no, like the I, signing. I think Andy I don't Dalton like is the this. best signing that he's had, especially for the the right. amount of money that he. Gave I don't him. like the context of the signing. Yes, not the signing itself. And I guess I should preference that it's the context. It's, it's for what's going on in light of us getting Andy Dalton, and like Andy Dalton is becoming the poor. I mean, a poor version of the the poor consolation prize for us. You know, unfortunately, because. As I had this state on it before, I don't think none of these act, the guys that they will go after beyond that, you know, the Watsons and, and mm-hmm. the Wilsons of the world, that's really going to turn this franchise around anyway. It's just going to be kind of game management. And I don't think that, I don't think that Ryan Pace or or the organization as a whole would want to incur whatever dead cap space we, excuse me, whatever dead cap space we would in a trade to go get even a Sam Darnold. I, I just don't think that it's worth that. So, for me, I think that we we met, like we 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 struck out on Russell Wilson. We we did every, and I appreciate. Thank you, Ryan Pace, for being as aggressive as you were for trying to go get Russell Wilson. I would say that is probably, even though it didn't work out, even though it didn't pan out, that is the best move you've made as a GM to date. Is you did everything that you could within the confines of the NFL contract structure, you did everything that you could to go get Russell Wilson this year. Thank you for doing that. But you struck out, and your consolation prize was Andy Dalton. And not and this not to rag on Andy Dalton or anything like that. Just sorry, Andy Dalton, you're not going to get us to a Super Bowl. You're not going to get this defense, this arguably top 10 defense in the NFL. You're not going to get them over the hump to, to go to, to the Super Bowl. Our offensive line isn't as good, isn't good enough to protect you for you to make your reads long enough to to get a, the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. We've only got Allen Robinson. Uh, I'm excited about Darnell Mooney, but we it still remains to be seen what he is in the NFL. He's only a rookie. We still got Anthony Miller. There is talks that we're going to be trading any Anthony Miller for something, some compensation, as he is at, on the final year of his rookie deal. We'll see what we get for him, or we'll see what he is. Uh, in his final year of, uh, of his contract. Um, and we've got the two running backs back there, uh, David Montgomery, and we've got Tariq Cohen. So we'll see what you can do. Hopefully it works out. But I think Chicago missed again at the quarterback position. We just can't get it right under the Ryan Pace tree. We can't get it right with Matt Nagy. Like, Matt Nagy's not going to get that all-time fantastic uh talent at the quarterback position that he wants you're not going to get your Patrick Mahomes of the Chicago Bears but that doesn't exist here sorry you chose the wrong team to go to you, you you're not going to get that here because we don't have the ability to go get the big guys or, or make the right decision to have Deshaun Watson on our team like we should have back in 2017 who the hell why and I went back and I saw a tweet today why the hell was Mitch Trubisky the number one rated QB on almost every single of these scouts big boards. What did, what do we see in, in in North Carolina? What what I watched college football back in 2017. North Carolina wasn't in the mix mix of anything. Mr. Bisky, that was his first season starting. The scouting video must have been just all. I don't up, give a crap. You're at a UNC. What are you doing in the in the SEC or not the SEC? The ACC that was so fantastic that you're the number one draft prospect over freaking Deshaun Watson. Because remember, Patrick Mahomes was not a part of that 
he was number four or number five on almost he wasn't everybody's even list. In a conversation. It was no, he was so far down the list. It didn't matter. I don't care that we missed out on Deshaun Watt or, or, or on Patrick Mahomes. The whole league passed. Outside of Kansas City, the Kansas City is the only out. team that saw what Patrick Mahomes was. They're the only team that noticed it, and they 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 lucked out, and they are where they are now. Right, that's one thing. Deshaun Watson, everybody saw Deshaun Watson. Everybody should have had Deshaun Watson as the number one overall pick. I think it was the fact that he was a African American quarterback that was not your traditional pocket quarterback because this is still at the time where it was like, oh, are we actually going to transition into this new? Russell Wilson is going to be the next guy who's mobile and can get out of the pocket and can make the throw from anywhere. When did that become okay, if you can remember? When did you think? When uh, uh, Lamar Jackson won MVP. It still was a question two years ago. I think it was before. I think it was Patrick Mahomes made it possible. Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, and then when it kind of got solidified with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think, I think Patrick Mahomes and him sitting for a year made it okay for Baltimore to go do what they did with Lamar Jackson and go right. all in on him. That's fair. But I think it I don't think that it became a big thing where now all these teams are going to try to do it right. until Lamar Jackson won MVP. Mm. So that's where I'm at with it. And it, and, and I think it was the fact that Deshaun Watson was just he's this quiet kid. Mm-hmm. He's not going to make make a fuss. I mean, he's not even doing it now as he's telling Houston I don't want to be here anymore. He still hasn't talked to anybody. Like if he wanted to be traded today, all he has to do is come out, do an interview with Josina Anderson on ESPN, just mm-hmm. sit down and say, screw Jack Easterby, screw the McNair family. All, this is everything that they did to wrong me. I need to be out now. If he right. did that, he'd be traded tomorrow. Hmm. So, I mean, he's just not that guy. And right. so, and everybody knows that he's, the, he, it, it, I, I just, I felt like everybody that I talked to back in 2017 that wasn't, I mean, you got on Twitter, just Chicago Bears fans, just fans of the NFL. Everybody knew Sean Watson was the number one talent at quarterback that year. Mm-hmm. Where's, what video, what tape could you have possibly seen from Mitch Trubisky to have him the number one? In the fact that you traded up and you sold your your future picks, even though it was only a couple of future picks at the time, it wasn't like a... um excuse me, it wasn't like a, um, what's his name, Khalil Mack trade where you sold three first-round picks. It was only, I think, two first-round picks. You swap first in, that, in the 2017 draft, and then I think they gave up an, uh, a one or a two the following season. It wasn't that big of a trade, but still, you had to give up assets to move up in that draft. Mm-hmm. What was the point of it? You had, they weren't going for a quarterback. I, I knew that. I'm not, any insight? I don't have any inside information back in 2017. I don't have any sources. I knew San Francisco was not going quarterback. We knew that they were going with Solomon Thomas. They they they've said it. They they were they were big on trying to bolster their defense. They wanted to fix their defensive issues. They, that was everything that they were going in on. They did it, and they did all of their offensive stuff in the free agency that year. Mm-hmm. They did not care about quarterback. They were going in on the defense for the draft. They said that. And I knew that. Every fan knew that. So what the hell are you, Brian Pace, giving up assets to go trade up for a quarterback that is Mitch Trubisky instead of Deshaun Watson? It wouldn't be that big a deal if it was Deshaun Watson that you traded up for. Because maybe somebody was trying to get ahead of us to try to go get Deshaun Watson. That's a very real possibility. Somebody, everybody, 
would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Somebody else was given a call to San Francisco. San Francisco was just saying, hey, I know you're looking for a quarterback. What do you? What can you give me to move up to get Deshaun Watson? Boom, we have that. And this is a completely different conversation that Deshaun Watson is already on our team. And we, the whole Houston situation probably isn't a, an issue because, uh, in all honesty, the McCaskey family is a upstanding family. They they don't try to shut down any racial justice uh, things like the, like the McNair families try to do with Houston. Uh, they don't have the, they're not a young franchise <laughs> like that yeah. is only what 10, 15, 20 years old. Right. They're, they're a 102 year old franchise. So <sighs> I'm worked up only because <laughs> like the, again, this is not a shot at Andy Dalton. Again, this is the best signing that Ryan Pace has done at the qu- quarterback position especially for the amount of money that we're giving up for, for Andy Dalton. It's only $13 million at most for one year to just be in the same boat as next year. But at the end of the day, there have been so many missteps that this just really frustrates me where the only solace that I have is what you said in the last episode, or I don't even know if you put it in the last episode, it might have been before we even started recording, is the possibility that we can still, if Deshaun Watson does end up saying that he like forces the the Texans' hand, now that they have Tyrod Taylor, they don't need a quarterback to be a part of the deal, and then Chicago does have the assets to get him. Right, and then let's remember, because we got this this dud bum, you know, first round pick right now that nobody wants. Let's just wait till after the draft. And now we have an additional first round pick, we a future first round pick we could use where, you know, let's maybe this deal can't get done until after the draft is where I'm yep. getting at. Where but for the teams like if we're not getting the big splash ones and if we get if there's still the possibility that they may want to get a Sam Darnold or a Marcus Mariota or or Bridgewater, mm-hmm. they they have at this point one they can push out the first round pick. And then two, they do have a comparable quarterback to trade now. That's all. I just think it gives them uh, some leverage. That I'm not saying that's why they got them. No, but I, you do I, understand I, that they can do this. They you know? can do that, but I don't. To me, I don't see why you would only be, not even for Sam Darnold. Like I, even though Sam Darnold does give you better upside than than Andy Dalton does, to me. It, the financial cost that that would that we would incur for that, I don't see the positive for that because we still are what fifteen, sixteen million dollars over the cap as it stands right now. I am not going to take don't think another. So. I thought we was four, we was only four, four. Like they got it to they only had like four, they they only had four million to work with whatever it was because remember they had a lot of. I'm checking right now. They had a couple of guys restructure their deal, like three or four guys restructure their deals. To get them numbers under the cap, so they're not that they're not that far over. Okay, yeah. So we're only okay after all of the cuts that we've already done because I, I haven't checked it in a week. But so after <laughs> all of the cuts that we have done, we are we're still three million dollars over the cap. So okay. we even do, we're talking about a cut here or there, but with that, that does not de- negate the, the the trade possibility though. That that, that it doesn't. That's no, all I was it, getting. I know based on the numbers you had, yeah, that didn't make any sense. But now okay, okay. it does make a little bit more sense that you you could still do it. But 
in a cap strap year, we still have other stuff that we need to focus on. We still need to fix this offensive line. If we are, because even for Andy Dalton, what, who is blocking Bobby Massey? I'm sorry. I've been out on him for two years. Cody white here. He's been regressing over the last two years. I'm I'm trying to give you (laughs) some silver lining as to how we could possibly get a Sam Darnold. They got to do something. They have not been able to do based on the position of where they were. No one told them to try to win all these games down the stretch. As you know, to 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 salvage the year and be it wasn't to salvage the year, it was to save Matt Nagy's job. Okay. Now they gotta save it again. You can't do it just by signing Andy Dalton. That okay. In, in, in a, if they have any any kind of sense. Yeah. Any kind of common sense, you're not telling me that just hands down, he was next in line. That's where we went on day two, and we're moving on. If that's the case, that's the case. But I just don't believe. Based off of Ryan Pace's previous decision making, it is very possible that that was the case. Could be. The one thing that is different this year versus their other year is his job's on the line now. His job was on the line last year. No, it's on the line. Like he can't. He he was able to do what he did, and now he's here to do something else. I don't think he can do anything remotely to what he did the last several years. And then he's he's extended to another year come next offseason. I just don't see that happening. I think this is the end of the line. should have been fired after you traded up for fucking Mitchell Trubisky. I'm sorry. He should have been. But (laughs) but now here we are. This is where we're at. We're we're here now. I I understand. Breathe. I'm going to get you through this. Because I'm trying to give you the silver lining that you keep trying to reject. It's there. Because the Bears have to do something different. They went all in. You're telling me they only went all in. Now they're just going to just, okay, we did it. We tried. Okay. You know, it's been nice, Chicago. I'm just going to be out here for the next couple, few weeks. We don't know how far through the season I'll get. I just, that don't make any damn sense to me. Well, I, so I think that this is, this is Ryan Pace's season. Like, you need to do, you needed to do something big. You tried. That it did. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it didn't happen. You, you missed out on Mr. Trubisky. Like you said, like, the only silver lining to me, even though you're trying to put this whole spin for, to trying to go get Sam Darnold. To or me, the Mariota only or Bridgewater, Mariota. I, I've told you, I, I'm out on Mariota. Bridgewater, maybe he can turn things around, but Sam Darnold is definitely a guy that I would say gives us the most upside because it's a possible two year deal that we can have him on, and that that's just a different. And the conversation. Bears don't have to pay for the first year. No, so yeah, th- that that's a different conversation though. Okay, moving on. For me, the only guy that you now possibly can go get is Deshaun Watson to completely change the franchise because the fact that they have Tyrod Taylor, who I still feel like he has so much football left to give. He really hasn't been able to play over the last three seasons. He hasn't gotten an opportunity to. Mm -hmm. And every single time he is in training camp, mini camp, he keeps winning the starting job. Right. No, obviously he's not going to do that against Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson's not going to be in Houston, people. Right. So <laughs> let's stop saying stuff like that because it's going to be Tyrod Taylor in who? A.J. McCarron? No, A.J. McCarron's off that roster now. He's a no, free agent. It's going to be the quarterback that the Bears decide to trade, put in the package for the trade to get Deshaun Watson. All I'm saying is whether they go after it, they use him, they don't use him. The point is Andy Dalton gives them some leverage. Gives them an asset to utilize. And it also gives us, if nothing else, it gives us a little leverage to possibly push Nick Foles out the door for someone who is probably salary cap strapped, 
has a, a quarterback issue themselves and they're trying to maneuver some stuff for the next couple seasons or whatever. I don't know. But the point being is they just need to find who that other desperate team is like themselves. There's nobody as desperate as us. Ain't got to be as desperate, but they just need to be be desperate. It, and there's got to be a couple of other GMs and coaches on the hot seat at this point in time, not just Chicago. And I just don't see that. You know, like a Mike McCarthy for a change, for an example. Just throwing that out there. Not that they're going to trade Andy Dalton back to the, back to Dallas, but you, you, I mean, come on, this guy only got about another year or two. They, you know, Dallas is not going. They got a very short lease for, 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 for you know, they can't be having you know one trash year after the next, and you so called a high profile coach. They get rid of them, fairly quickly in Dallas. That they, they don't last. And I know you're not seeing a whole lot, you know, a whole lot of positivity in this. In Chicago, what positivity not. have we shown over they the last have four years? They at the backup quarterback now. And now we can push Nick Foles out the door to line us up for whoever the starting quarterback is going to be if they're, if they're not done at quarterback. I don't think that they're done in free agency. I think that they're done at quarterback this year. Now, like I said, this I do have hope for next offseason when we have a probably different GM, but... At the end of the day, uh, this is funny because a lot of people were saying if Chicago does strike out at quarterback, we might end up with Lewis Riddick being our our new GM uh, analyst for ESPN. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you know anybody followed. Yeah, um, but which I don't think would be a bad idea because I've heard his ideas on what Chicago should be doing, and I like how aggressive it seems like he would be if he was in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a whole different situation, but. To me, it seems like Chicago, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like Houston. Houston has been very clear that they're not trading uh, Deshaun Watson. Now, apparently, they, they, they're they going to have to come around on that at some point, and maybe once they do, Chicago is in a better position to go get Deshaun Watson now than they would be uh, mm-hmm. if they didn't have Andy Dalton. So I do, I respect that, and I think that that's a good situation. I will give you that. But if which it seems like it's the situation right now. Houston isn't going to do that. They're going to force Deshaun Watson to make the decision to sit out a season, which Deshaun Watson has ended up coming out and saying that he would, he wouldn't, he's done playing. He, he talked to David Culley and he's done. He's not playing for you guys anymore. He said that. Um, so it seems like he would be open to that idea, um, especially with, with him being so young, it's not going to really tarnish him or anything like that. If anything, it'll even be better for him to take a year off, rest up, get his legs back under him, continue to condition himself in and stay in football shape, but he won't have any injury to, to set him back at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's another point to make uh, for later down the line. But if we miss out on that, which we have Chicago's next best option, you said it was Sam Darnold. I said it was Sam Darnold. You said Andy Dalton was, was number two. Very well could have been that, Matt Nagy sees something in Andy Dalton. He told Ryan Pace, we don't get these two guys. We don't get Sam Darnold. We go get Andy Dalton. I'm okay with that. I can make something like that work. He probably told Ryan Pace something like that. Now, um, let me be other, let me be clear. Let's let's just set the clocks back one year. Today, you know, it could be today, but during this last free agency uh, off, yes. off season. We was revisiting this. Andy Dalton was a free agent then. And I, I was, I, and I wish we had a podcast going, but I was stating that. No, no, you, why wouldn't you go out? It. I talked about Andy Dalton then. Like, yeah. let's get, and then he ends up in in Dallas as a backup. And I'm like, and 
of course, I, I remember the, the, my short list was Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, and I think that was it. I don't think I had anybody. There else weren't on the that list. many last no, year. No, not so, at all. Yeah, and that was like those were like the two top guys that was sitting out there, and we were just waiting for Cincinnati to release Andy Dalton. I remember. I said, I just hope it's not. I I said, I just it, I hope it's not Nick Foles. I, I would be. I would rather us just run it back with Mitch Trubisky. That's what I said. If, if they were going to go for Nick Foles, and then they freaking went with Nick Foles. So yeah, in a trade, yeah. as opposed, to, it was just a fourth round pick, which right, we, we, still we clearly can't deal. draft, so it doesn't really matter to us, right? And and so here we are now. We'll 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 year year ahead, and now here goes you know Ryan Pace doing what he should have did last year, you know, as well as when if you took pick up the Deshaun Watson thing, something he should have did four years ago, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just a lot of backtracking that he's doing. Um, which and I'm I'm being I'm kind of giving you the pros and cons. I do like the kit, the the the, the pickup, the signing, but I also have a problem with it. All of this, you know, yeah, this, this, and so I'm playing. I'm I'm kind of talking on both sides of this, and I'm trying to be fair. So for the listeners, you know, choose take take what you want. Please, to take I mean, this. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. I, I mean, mean, we we're I'm a diehard Bears fan. You have not given up on the Bears, but you've moved on to to Kansas City. Um, so years ago, yeah. So thirty. I mean, we have some ago. sort of a bias here, and and I have been very crit. I I think I'm the Bears' biggest critic. So definitely on this show. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this signing. I mean, you can rag on me being a Bears fan and, and why I choose misery over success. No, or <laughs> you know, y'all can sit here and complain about you know or question my fandom here. Like you, you don't seem to be so sold. I'm like, you know, I'm a realist. <laughs> You know, and and you know my team won a Super Bowl in recent times, so yeah. I don't want to hear none of this. So, <laughs> with that being said, I'm saying what it's going to take to win, and they got to do some really bizarre stuff at this point because that's just Ryan Pace has put has has positioned this 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 franchise for failure. That's what has ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Why he still has a job, whatever. But I'm trying to give him okay since he's here. What are you gonna do for us this year? Because it's all it's all or nothing now. So, from that context, I'm trying to give this man the space to make and do what he has to do. But I'm also a believer in when you have a a a, a bad team or a really a really bad salary cap or you know you're really bad at you know you're really you know up against it with the cap. Sometimes you have to make a deal to make another deal. It's just. It's a series of deals that have to be done. I hope let's, you're right about that. Let's I mean. look at what New England did. I know they did a whole bunch of signings, but yeah. you know. But the point being is, it's that kind of, it's with that you know that that type of mindset, or, or you know, keeping that in mind. Like they're aggressive, and yeah, you could be aggressive in negotiating and off making offers. But I'm like, dude, you got to sign some real people. Okay, you sign Andy Dalton. I'm not saying anything is to say because I want to see the whole body at work. Because I wasn't, I was taking the New England model. I wasn't very impressed by the Cam Newton signing. But when you look at everything that they signed, it's like that's oh, not too bad when you put it all they together. A really good situation right now. And of course, they're in a much better situation. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's I unfortunately, if we're as Bears fans or any Bears enthusiasts, we can never look at deals from one single deal at a time we have to look at the total body of work because it's just from one deal to one deal it sucks like because we could take the Allen robinson thing he, he signed that franchise tag that's probably the greatest thing that's happened in the offseason for the bears and probably will be if we go if it follows suit 
the way if, if it just stays the the course that we're going. But with that being, you know, the Bears got to make a better. You know, that can't be your biggest splash that you re-signed a semi-disgruntled wide receiver based on he's disgruntled based on the 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 the, the pieces that's around him, and you, you don't put any pieces around him, but you keep them. It's. I know it sounds like a recipe for fail. Oh my god, it sounds like it's gonna it's gonna go bad really fast. I I just I have the optimism for some reason to think that Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are desperate enough this time to try to do something slightly different that they did not do in the last I previous hope, four I, seasons. I hope they are desperate just like I am to see this team win and and finally I mean, yes, we've been in the playoffs last Two out of the last three seasons, yes, that that is that is somewhat of success compared to teams like the Jets, uh, teams like the, the 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 Panthers, teams, other teams that are perpetually bad. Like I, I don't want us to be this historic franchise that has been so. the The history of Chicago is so great. Why are we being compared to the Jets? That is not the situation that I want us to be in at any point. And, and the fact that that is kind of what comp we have right now, where there you get on Twitter, oh, Chicago is one of the most worst-run uh, franchises in the NFL. Uh, you have issues with, excuse me, a lot of people, a lot of Bears fans are calling for the Miskaski family to sell the team. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't care. I, it, it, I just want to see this team truly win not mediocrity not middling in the middle of the pack not 20th pick of the nfl draft i want to see us do something that i haven't seen this in my life lifetime chicago truly have an opportunity to make a super bowl run and really be strike some fear into some teams we almost did it in 2018 where hey a lot of us thought we might have been wrong about mitch trubisky we might have thought that, hey, he has the possibility, if he can take that next step, to get into those talks of trying to be one of the best QBs of the league. And maybe he would, they, maybe Ryan Pace was right. Maybe he saw something that the rest of us just didn't see with Mitch Trubisky at that time where, hey, we have some pieces around us. Let's see what we can do. No, it's not panning out. It hasn't in two years. We have not done anything. We we lucked out. We We, we, we stumbled our way into the playoffs last year. We lost to Green Bay and still somehow made it into the playoffs because somehow uh, Philip Wolf- Wolford beat uh, Carolina, uh, not Carolina, uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So stop with all of this. Just like th- this is to me, I feel like a lot of Bears fans might have some misplaced optimism. And I am coming to the realization that Ryan Pace has just, excuse my French here, fucked over the Bears over the last five years. And with the contracts that we continue to sign, with the position that our 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 our, our defense has been put in, where we're cash strapped, we don't have any money to go get get defensive backs now to try to fix that that part of our defense, which is a real big liability. I'm sorry, Tayshawn Gibson. I said it last year. Wasn't going to freaking cut it, getting gashed on every single play down the field when we're playing against teams like Kansas City and you got burners that are just completely gashing you. Like, it just, it, that pissed me off. But 
you're missing, and then we also lose our our defensive coordinator and Vic Vangio, who actually put together a scheme that made this team work. So, who would be the best free agent quarterback available outside of Andy Dalton? Free agent quarterback? Yeah, not nobody you're trading for. Because a lot of our conversations and, and the talks, even with Chicago anyway, has always really been about a trade, not so much a free agent signing. Yeah, I mean, I mean Andy Dalton, like I said. Oh, I, outside of them, Dalton, like who else is there? I mean, there was Tyler Taylor. I would have liked that. That would have been a decent one. True, but as of right now. As of right now, I mean, it's Mitch Trubisky. I think it's the best free agent, or, or Alex Smith. Okay, so would you take Alex Smith over Andy Dalton? Seriously, I mean that's a real that's a real question. <sighs> to me, the potato potato. To me, it's a toss up. It's it's your Andy Dalton gives you a little bit more mobility mm-hmm. when you're looking at our offensive line and hey, I have to escape this one sack to be able to just throw the ball away. Yeah. I think Andy Dalton has a little bit more mobility, but um, I think Alex Smith brings a lot more leadership than Andy Dalton does where he can galvanize that offense to see, hey, this is what I'm seeing. I have the op- – I mean, we saw it last year. He had nothing around him in Washington. Everybody was injured. There was no Terry McLaurin at the end of that year. When he, when Alex Smith came back and was comeback player of the year, going 5-1 and one with Washington, mm-hmm. there was no Terry McLaurin. It was a very suspect offensive line, and he still won five out of, out of six games. So – I mean, I think that to me, it's like I said, it's a toss up between the two. Okay. So, I mean, and then if you're going to ask if he's better than Mr. Trubisky, again, I think that's also a toss up because Mr. Trubisky knows the offense. Andy Dolan's going to have to learn the offense this year. He's going to have to see what kind of changes uh, Matt Nagy wants to try to install into the new offense. Uh, I, I just I really don't know, and I, I don't know if Andy Dalton has the skill set that Matt. I don't think Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy's offense, his scheme that he wants to run. I don't think that Andy Dalton has that skill set. I don't think Mitch Trubisky does either, but he does have better mobility than uh, Andy Dalton does. But he doesn't have the the mental capacity that Andy Dalton has. So. <laughs> You're you're you giving up what, something to get something else. That's what I feel. What I'm hearing is you don't really know what to feel right now, outside of your frustration. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly just frustrated with Chicago. It just, it it just pisses me off because we knew what we needed in 2017, mm-hmm. and we had the opportunity to go get them, and we mortgaged our future. And I I said it at the time. You said it at the time. Everybody said it at the time. Who the hell trades up to go get Mitch Trubisky in a draft where you have Deshaun Watson? And you didn't need to move up. Oh, right. Well, (laughs) I don't even want to come behind that any further, so I think we should just segue into their next... Oh, yeah, so what should Chicago do from now? Now we have Andy Dalton on the roster. This is assuming that this is not... Them trying to tra- trade Andy Dalton. He's not. Yeah, a I'm new done act. with the yeah. silver lining theory. Like, okay, we're moving on. They Andy got Dalton, their quarterback, is the 2021 quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Starting. What should they do next? What are we doing now? Okay, go. <sighs> to me, you have to figure out a way to get under the salary cap. You need to, honestly, 
I think we need to restart, and I think that we should go into a full-fledged rebuild. I think we sell, uh, we sell high on Khalil Mack. We sell high on Eddie Jackson. We get re- we get rid of some of these huge contracts as we are in a cash-strapped year. I I would I mean if we're not going to go get the fantasy, go make a big trade, go get Deshaun Watson. It's not going to happen to go get uh, Russell Wilson. That's not happening. I want us to do a rebuild. <laughs> like I want us to sell the farm, go get some young assets, actually figure out what is in this draft, potentially trade up to go get a quarterback like Justin Fields or Trey Lance or Mac this, Jones this year. This year, not going to happen when got, when you got a GM and a coach on a hot seat. Not, I, I know it's not. Right. I'm just saying that's what I would want to happen, but. Realistically, what we should do, I guess, then in in that case, we have to still we have to figure out how to get under the cap and then fix the defense, I guess, because or no, we need to fix the offensive line. That's the number one thing to do because we need to give Andy Dalton time to make reads to to. Oh, we also got to get him weapons. So there's so much that we have to do to to be competitive because we have to be better than we were last year in the regular season because McCaskies and and everybody needs to see that this team is better. Well, finishing eight and eight, they just got to get nine wins here. They got to do more than that. They, they've got to be competing with green Bay and it's got to be a dogfight to see who's going to win this division. And then they're getting fired. That that's the case. Cause if you're not, you have, you literally have are in the exact same position that you were. I understand. And we said this on all the shows and we were very clear that if they could not land Watson, or Wilson, and if Wilson is off the table, we don't know, but let's just put him on yeah. the back burner for right now. That does again, like I was, yeah, we can turn to the possibility of a Watson. That, that might, that's, that's not necessarily closed, and yeah. it's just can Ryan Faith <coughs> be aggressive enough to, um, I don't know, aggressive enough to make to make the, to make this deal work, you know possibly pull him out of there because if we i mean because at the end of the day if we end up with a franchise quarterback like a wilson or a watson i don't care if we make the playoffs right like at that point we have a franchise quarterback for that's locked up for years down the line Mm -hmm. so we don't really have to worry about that and so we can just go in and then we can rebuild around that Instead of trying to rebuild around Andy Dalton or rebuild around our defense that is now middling and a little bit more suspect than it was in years past. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that fixing the offensive line, I would say in this order is what we need to do. is go. We, number one, we need to go and, and fix the offensive line as much as possible. Two, we need to go get DBs. Because we cannot keep getting into these shootouts where our offense is being relied upon to score 30, 40 points a game. It just, we can't. It, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I, I wish it was the case. If we had if we had a Russell Wilson, it would be the case because he can score at will. But we don't have that. Mm-hmm. So we have to fix the DBs. We have to make sure that we are create. We have to figure out a scheme that allows – for some reason over the last two years, we really haven't seen Khalil Mack really bust out of his shell and get back to what he was back in 2018. So we need to get figure that out. Right. And 
I think helping with the DBs over the top, it will allow uh, him and Robert Quinn definitely needs to step up for $11 million. I'm sorry. You have not been doing what you need to in taking the pressure off of Khalil Mack. Right. Um, so there's that for the defense. I think that getting DBs will help that. And then we need to also get a couple of more weapons to allow Andy Dalton to have some guys to throw to. Cause right now all we have is Cole Komet, uh, Tariq Cohen out of the backfield. And uh, obviously Allen Robinson, uh, as our number one wide receiver. So those are the three things that I think are key, or I guess four things. Fixing the offensive line, getting DBs, fixing the defensive scheme, and getting more weapons for, for the offense. All right, so the Bears have some uh, more signings going on here. I know we talked about the most recent and probably the most the critical. biggest and critical and most devastating. And it's all in how you want to look at this deal, but choose any adjective you like. Um, but it definitely was the biggest signing to to, to date right now. Um, we'll be number two as far as, you know, we got the Andy Dalton thing. Whether, I mean, I'm sorry, let's just say, what was the next biggest move? It could be a signing. It could be a release. It could be whatever, you know. Uh, probably being the re-signing of uh, Edwards in the middle, I believe. I think we re-signed. Just kind of bolstering and keeping our, our defensive line depth is huge. Uh, I know we did end up missing out. We uh, we let somebody go. I uh, can't remember his name, but on the defensive side of the ball. Um. Yeah, Mario Edwards. Yeah, Mario Edwards. He re-signed with us. Yeah. Really, the the biggest deal is Andy Dalton. We really haven't done much except for release guys to get under the cap, and the guys that we released, sorry, they weren't making too much of an impact anyway, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. And then that would just leave the... Um, the um, <clears throat> Oh, sorry. We also did re-sign Jermaine Afidi. That did just happen in the midst of us recording here. So that is big. He's a guard. We got him, I think, back for at least one more year, maybe two more. So okay. Um, I think that helps out a little bit. I wish we had a more talented uh, interior lineman. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we have Cody White here. Uh, I think we need to move Cody White here back to center. Him at guard, it, it's been honestly atrocious to me. Uh, we need to move him back to center. Command, be that guy that's the the quarterback of the offensive line, and and be able to call out things a little bit better. Because him at guard, it just hasn't really worked out the last two seasons, in my opinion. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, remains to be seen. I mean, uh, whatever is going to happen, they're going to have to bolster up this line. Because, um, yeah, the line is huge. It's it, it's bad. Definitely. If we're going with Andy Dalton to keep, and I'm saying that to say to keep him go, keep him mobile, because at all costs we cannot, and I cannot stress this enough, we cannot go back to Nick Foles. Oh God, I understand Nick Foles is the backup, but we're talking about something that has been just beyond anybody's control, like what we seen with Dak Prescott last year. Something you know, something freakish has that. Beyond that, no. It is an absolute no. I'm almost taking the Ron Rivera, like maybe the Bears somewhere at some point in the draft might actually go out there and get a rookie quarterback. I think if Trey I'm Lance falls to, to us because he's uh, apparently the the least high highest rated quarterback that's on the board is Trey Lance. 
I'm okay if we pick him up in the draft. I wouldn't hate that. I mean, he falls to us at 20. I mean, I don't think that he'll make it past Washington if he falls right. that far. And, 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 and now I'm, I'm trying to, just for a moment, just for now, just for the sake of the conversation, I'm going to get away from let's just, we're done with talking about Watson and yeah. Wilson right now. We're done. Going forward. Okay, we got Andy Dalton. Now let's go back to the free agency list. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, now if they want to take that same mentality that they supposedly took to the, you know, to Houston and to Seattle, if they could take that to free agency, the Bears can clean up in the play and literally in combined with the draft, they can clean up in this offseason and actually and be a comparable contender. If, oh yeah, you know, even with Andy There's Dalton, because Andy I mean, Dalton is more than a game manager. Yeah. He's not the not these guys we talked about, but hell, if you put the right two things around him, he could be we, fantastic. We'll have something. So, Lavelini, <laughs> I know it's in the wake. I'll save that, but <laughs> I digress from that. Here we are. So, um. I would say the other big move that they made, of course, was the you know the Allen Robinson oh, well, franchise. Sorry, I, I, I said all the Bears thing. I was just kind of scaling it until we got that to is a hundred percent the biggest as it stands right now. I think that's even bigger than Andy Dalton. Somebody hmm. has to throw it to him. One, one yeah, but I hear you. Yeah, yeah. They, one they, a, one they, they, one a, one b. You know, one a, one a. It all the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were definitely the two biggest signings. Um, oh, go ahead. I just had. A, I'm looking at the wide receiver list here. We're not getting a Kenny Galladay. It's too much money that we're gonna have to spend to go get him. I don't believe. I mean, if Juju Smith Schuster comes to terms with the fact that he's not gonna get 15 to to 18 million dollars a year. Maybe he might come down and get into our price range seven, eight million dollars a year. I think we could be, we could figure something out there. We could work some some cap magic to make that work. I would be okay with us going to go get him. Uh, but outside of him, you got a Curtis Samuel who's really young, twenty four years old. Really like that guy. <laughs> I mean, as a free agent, I mean, outside of Antonio Brown, which I think he's gonna somehow end up back in Tampa Bay. That that's just me thinking that's what's going to happen. I don't think he's going to be on the market. Right. Um, T.Y. Hilton is going to be available, but I think Curtis Samuel definitely gives more than T.Y. Hilton does at this time with less injuries, less wear and tear on the body. Um, and then Will Fuller. That's the guy I like. I actually got one more. That, Who? Um, Will Fuller definitely is – I mean, well, he would – okay, let's say it's not a Kenny Galladay or Antonio Brown. Let's just let's – Or just, Juju. Or Juju. Let's take them three out. Yep. Will Fuller's my number one guy after that. Um, I do like Curtis Simon. I don't know if I have him two. I like him on a list. But my number two technically uh, actually be um, Demarcus Robinson. Because uh, a burner from Kansas City. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and just another thing. I don't know if you caught this as we just went live today. Uh, Damien Williams released. By Kansas we City. was discussing this a while ago. <laughs> I had the hunch, and yes, yeah, Damian Williams that got released. Yeah, after opting out for COVID, missed the missed missed the AFC Championship title, uh, missed the Super Bowl, and now gets to come back to the league with no team. Yep, <laughs> back in free agency. I um, honestly, I gotta find this. I gotta get on Twitter because I gotta find this guy. And I, my question is, 
Did you not see this coming? <laughs> I mean, I'm talking, I ain't talking about like recently. I mean like all season. You had to. This team is rolling. <laughs> I don't I'm no, I'm no gesturing. This yeah. is how I talk. This team is. People, they were 16 and 2 going into the Super Bowl with no Damian Williams. Why do we need Damian Williams? Yeah. I just, I thought it was funny. I just wanted to bring it up. But, uh, Back to yeah, but move it back to the wide receivers. Back to wide receivers because we definitely need it. Because Chicago definitely needs to figure this part out. And this is the sad part. We just we we did a show earlier. <laughs> we talked about free agents, and we've been sitting there. I swear, like five deals that went through. What the time we've been sitting there? Oh, I've yeah. just been sitting there, like, oh, we supposed to? No, we're only talking about the Bears. I'm like, I feel so limited right now because so much is happening while we're doing this take. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because. A lot of stuff is happening, and guess what? It ain't happening in Chicago, and we do it in Chicago take. So it's got to get depressing. <laughs> but I digress. Let's move on. No, but <laughs> like we were talking about these guys. I think that I, you like Will Fuller number one. I like Curtis Samuel number one. I think that that's either way they go. I, I'm not going to be mad at Will Fuller, especially because we have Allen Robinson. I'm, I'm just going to compare these numbers. We're going to see who got the who who. Okay, so Curtis Samuel has 77 receptions, 851 yards, and combined five touchdowns, whether that's three it was three receiving and two rushing. Yeah. Will Fuller had 53, 53 receptions to Curtis Samuel's 77. Yep. 879 yards to Curtis Samuel's 851 mm-hmm. and eight touchdowns. And 10 games, or was it nine games? Because of course know. he got yeah. suspended for like the last six. Yeah, you know? and, and and with your those those numbers, I totally agree with. And if that was all we had to take into account, I would say Will that Fuller is all one. we have to take. No, so it isn't because Will Fuller has a history of injuries and in that, and we can't and he with was not injured last year. He wasn't because he got to say it out does six not matter. He got but <laughs> he but it, it he didn't get injured in those other years. In weeks 13 and 14, he got injured like weeks one and two, three, four, five, and six. You know, no, he's played. All I'm saying is, I mean, y'all gonna give him some respect on I, this dude. I like him, I but mean, I need to see you on. actually. Uh, the reason why I don't have you, because me, you have him one, I have him two. It's we're we're talking semantics here, but for me, I need to see you actually play a full season before. I gave you a, a a longer term contract, and this isn't even to say that Curtis Samuel will get a long term contract. I'm not, and I'm only. I think, unfortunately, I'm, this is the thing I didn't say about Sam. It's nothing against him. I think he was only a beneficiary of Christian McCaffrey's injury. Is what I'm getting at. That's now it did show what he has the potential of doing. Now, now let's be realistic. Matt Nagy does run some 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 interesting um. Interesting, um, all you know, options and through, through his offense and run yeah. some very gimmicky gadget plays and so on and so forth. Is Kurt is he going to use Curtis Samuel that way? Is, is the real question. You know, I don't know. I think Curtis Samuel can do it better than Cordell, Cordell Patterson did. I can think he could do it better, definitely than Anthony Miller had. I mean, it's not hard. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, you know, and I'm and then let me say, I'm, I'm not even against the pick. I think. I think we're talking it as like my guy versus your. It doesn't even matter. No, no. no. I mean, I, I was just saying. I hell, think that it gives us the option. I would say, I hell, was, get both of them. Actually, <laughs> fair. Yeah. Let me be clear. And if you can't get them two, get these two: Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins. Uh, Match them back up with Matt Nagy. I'm saying. I'm okay. putting putting them back with his offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I'm saying, and let's do this. I'm I'm just. 
I'm getting, I'm, I'm trying to now look at all the possible angles that could work to make, to jumpstart Chicago's offense. And he, they got to get the right personnel. I don't have a problem with a T.Y. But, I mean, Matt Nagy going to have to come with it, though. It, it just, T.Y. just lining up is not going to be enough. It's like, how are you going to use this guy? Like, literally. And I, and I think, and this is t- to Ryan Pace's credit. Again, bringing in Andy Dalton does open up a bit more only because he isn't as stationary, statuesque as Nick Foles, but he also isn't as mo- mobile as Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. So he can still move. He can still get out of the pocket. He can still make something happen. I mean, hell, he got injured on a on a scramble play. And he, mm-hmm. and then he came back when he finally got back on the field. He was still moving. He, I, I would, I would like to see what his rushing numbers were because he did. He had to. He had to move, get out of the pocket, and make throws outside of the pocket last year, which he's gonna have to do in Chicago. So, right. Um, I, I definitely, I, I don't hate Andy Dalton being the quarterback. I just, it's again with the context of what we could have had, what we should have had three years ago, four years ago. That's a whole different conversation, but. I think that, yes, if we get the right personnel, if we get some guys like a Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, Sammy Watkins, somebody that can bring another layer to this offense that allows Matt Nagy to continue to be the creative mind that he is, because we see it. He has these exotic, some people call it gimmicky plays, but when those gimmicky plays work, you're calling him a genius. So come on, like, let's let him be creative. Let's bring something new because obviously. The traditional shit has not been working. It no, we we didn't win a Super Bowl since nineteen eighty five. Sorry, but that's the fact of the matter. And we've been trying to do it the traditional way. Jay Cutler didn't work. Uh, Rex Grossman didn't work. Uh, Kyle Orton didn't work. Like that, Mike Glennon didn't work. It doesn't. It we need something different. So co- let's come with it and let Matt Nagy do his thing. Let Matt Nagy be free this off season. Let let him this season when we go in and we go out there. Let's not be big on oh Matt Nagy has been this that the other. He hasn't had a guy that he could work with that has the 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 mental capacity as Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. and he still has some something left to give athletically. So I, I'm excited for that. But there is the caveat that what what we could have had. Um. So I mean, I just think that we need to put the pieces around him. We need to figure out a way to get under the cap. And we have to be competitive this year because if we're not, that just means that we're we're phoning it in another year. And I don't think anybody's going to want to come to this team after the after that. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think no, about no. over there? I'm I'm sorry. I'm over here researching. I'm going back because you started going down the whole car- car- the Chicago Bears car- um, carousel carousel of quarterbacks, and I'm like, and I and I've been listening to this chatter on um um. On like ESPN yeah. and you know and all the various shows and then y'all you know you looking at you know you're just looking at all these different forums and you know it's the it's the same old narrative as, as they saying like oh my god you know that you know because we discussing the whole Russell Wilson and in the, in the um, Watson thing as much as I'm gonna say about it but it, it was always this reference back to oh if the Bears haven't had a franchise quarterback since Sid Luckman and so on hold the hell up. Was Jay Cutler not a franchise quarterback? No. I'm, okay. Okay. With that look you just gave me, not <laughs> y'all can see me. Define a franchise quarterback. So uh, what I'm saying is a guy that is your bona fide. You have no question about 
obviously for us he was our our franchise quarterback but i'm talking about a franchise quarterback in the scheme of the nfl like oh he's a bona fide he's going to be in discussions to be the best quarterback in the league this year that type of quarterback not the guy that's dak prescott for, per se hey he is he is dallas's quarterback he's synonymous with dallas and, and jay cutler was synonymous with chicago that not that type of quarterback, a guy that transit transcends his team, who who is a a a star. Who, when you think about the NFL, you're thinking about a guy that you can take the helmet off, and that's a guy that I you'll recognize you. down the street. And I'm just over here looking. And that's what I was, and that's fine. And yeah, I, that that's acceptable. And that, that that's what I'm thinking. I right. don't know what anybody that, else said. That's, that's for me. So I'm not exactly sure with with the airwaves, you know, yeah. the big networks, and what they what with narrative they're going with, as opposed to with definition, because. Yeah. This whole narrative about the Bears haven't had a starting, uh, haven't had a franchise quarterback since this Sid Luckman. Yeah. Okay. Sid Luckman played in nineteen. His last game, his last, his last season was in nineteen fifty. Yeah. Stop it, people. Okay. If that was the case, the Bears would not even be relevant. Like, no. if that, it's, it's, it's an over exaggeration that has picked up so much traction. All I'm hearing podcasts say it now. They just regurgitating yeah. the information, it, and it's so freaking disrespectful. People are confusing a starting quarterback, a a a, a bona fide number. It, they they mm-hmm. confuse QB one with franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback to me is a guy who transcends his team, who transcends the NFL as a whole. He's a guy, Tom Brady. He is you. This is a this is a a, a league where. We have helmets on, and we don't recognize faces, but you recognize Tom Brady. You recognize Russell Wilson. You recognize Aaron Rodgers. You recognize this, that, the other. You recognize J.J. Watt. Those are franchise guys, guys that were Odell Beckham, where they are a star outside of the sport, whereas Jay Cutler, sorry, the only time that you've been a star outside of your sport is when women recognize you because you're on your wife's show. So, like, that's where I the that's where the difference is to me. We've had QB ones. Jay Cutler, fantastic. That the, he is a starting quarterback in this league at the time. Uh, Rex Grossman, he got us to a Super Bowl. I mean, it was a defense. That's again, but I mean, he was a comparable. He was a he's a game manager, mm-hmm. like, and he was a QB one. We knew going into the season he was our quarterback. Uh, I mean, Jim McMahon, he is a QB one. He's not a franchise quarterback, and so I mm. think that. I don't know. Numbers don't necessarily say that, and that's why I was getting. No, at. and that's fine. And, yeah. and that, but I'm just saying, like, because people outside of people outside of Chicago don't know who Jim McMahon is. People out of Chicago don't know who Jim McMahon is. Thirty five years later, and, and fair, I do have I that know. context to put into it. Yeah. It's it's unfortunately it's just so much time. And I don't know some people are like, well, you know, if you knew such and such, well, I don't know who the hell Otto Graham is, and I wouldn't fair. know him if somebody put his picture up, just flashed him. Up. Yeah, that's who is that. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm so I'm, I hear you. It's in certain contexts where that's true. It's not an it's not a general. It, it, we overgeneralize, and that's why I kept asking, "What was your definition?" And it, which is fine. It was no wrong answer. It was just I want to get no because I agree to, with you to right. what you're saying because I because I think what a lot of people because what they're trying to say is, is that we haven't had a a decent quarterback in in what 35 50 years. Right. I'm like, come hold and on. I've witnessed. Yeah, I may have witnessed arguably the greatest defense ever but let me be very clear Walter Payton is arguably the best running back of all time 
and he, and he was still virtually in his prime. He was just starting to come We didn't even use down. him in that Super Bowl. That's just the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. talking about, but if you watched him the rest of the season. Yeah. And it was like, well, I mean, it was the defense, of course. Are you freaking serious? You still got to score. They all, they all, I mean, let me be very clear. The Bears was not sitting here whipping teams, you know, 12 to 2 or 12 to 3. No. They, no. I mean, they were putting up points and it wasn't, oh, the defense scored three touchdowns, you know, three straight. No, they didn't. It's it's such an over exaggeration. I mean, I you you hear yeah. it all the time. You like because I hear it, and this is the other thing when you hear it from the perspective outside of that city, like oh, it's people from California is going to give their take on what the Bears did, or like when you hear, oh, let's take I'm using the example every for people to, the last dance. Yeah, we finally got to get the Bulls, um, the Bulls run, tr- circumvented to the future in a social media vacuum and we got that version of it like oh i've never experienced the bulls in this kind of way ever you know i grew up through that era and that is not how we was viewing it now however what it did shed light on is because i did have a few little debates when i was in the military and i I would debate people that was from houston technically at the time when houston was the champion so it was a real heated debate about who yeah yeah it was really interesting but what it was, what I was remembering is it was some of the same takes that I hear today, which is like maybe this is more contributed to an outside view of these te- of these franchises as opposed to a, the home or a local yeah. view. And like I said, I think that it, I I agree with you on that part because mm-hmm. that makes sense because I feel like I'm the Bears' biggest critic, where I watch I religiously watch the Bears, and when I'm looking at this this team. Mm-hmm. For the last however long, I have nitpicked the biggest issues with it. Even when we were right knocking on the door to go into the Super Bowl with Jay Cutler, right? I'm sitting there watching him like, oh man, we're missing this, we're missing that. Like this is the reason why we're not winning games. This is the reason why people still have questions about us because we are missing these pieces. And so, in in this bubble, when we're looking at it right now, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people keep talking about how great the Bears defense has been over the last few years and yes rightfully so it's been a top 10 defense but there are huge issues with our defense mm-hmm. we're not getting the pressure that we used to back in 2018 when Khalil Mack had just made it over here and we signed Robert Quinn for that specific reason to take pressure stop double teaming him because we can get that pressure up with just four and we haven't been able to do that and uh, Roquan Smith is a great uh middle linebacker sorry Danny Trevathan what are you doing you're you're old, you're slow. You need to be able to cover better because we we can't keep getting these third and tens where out of nowhere this one dude over the middle just mm-hmm. catches the ball and sits right down in your zone because you can't get to him fast enough. Stop trying to sneak up and disguise a blitz and actually stay in your zone, play right. your zone because we need to stop this stuff that's happening over the middle. When it's happening with our DBs, Come on. Why are we getting gashed when we've got Eddie Jackson and, and, and Kyle, Kyle Fuller? Come, We, we got to talk about that. Come on. We have two of the best defensive backs in the league, mm-hmm. and we are still getting bombed for 300-yard games. How is that a possibility when we have the arguably one of the best defenses in the league? That it's week in, week out, 300-yard games from, sorry, Derek Carr. I'm, I mean, come on. We got to be better than that. And he's throwing a Nelson Aguilar. Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I won't. I won't argue that. You making making strong points here, and the, the, and 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 I hope for the listeners that they are they're catching this. I mean, we we are sh- trying to give you. I mean, we want to give you the who's who as to what's going on in free agency. But man, when it really comes down to this fandom, you know, for those listeners, I mean, we want to show you where our passion really lies. That we don't just have, you know, we don't we're not just passively having this having these conversations or sharing this information or we just passively you know, approach or look at football. No, we're, we're, this is some diehard, you know, you know, heart, put your heart on the line. Even you know, we're just talking about signings and, 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 yeah. and releases. We ain't even talking about the game. No one's played, no one's played a snap in months, you know. And you can bring this back up when we win a Super Bowl next year. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I it's just, if this is where I like, <laughs> we have been through so much as a fan, like as a fan base in Chicago, like there has been, and we are, we've been possibly one of the laughing stocks of the NFL over the last few seasons based off of our ineptitude in drafting and having Mitch Trubisky on our roster and going after Nick Foles and, and signing uh, Mike Glenn and all that. We have been one of the laughing stocks of the league, except for the year of 2018. Right. And since the double doink has happened, where have we gone from there? Hmm. It's only been downhill, and things need to change. And and this is what we've been saying for two, three years now. But still, it this is kind of do or die for Ryan Pace for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally out on Matt Nagy. I, I liked what I saw from him at the end of the year, getting the team to kind of galvanize and and get things turned around to, to finish out the season and to make the playoffs and, mm-hmm. and to be in that game with uh with New Orleans. I mean, it really didn't get out of hand until the third quarter. So, again, there's a possibility that this team is going to be good with Andy Dalton. I'm hoping that we still continue to make some big signings. Um, I'm hoping that we can figure out a way to 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 make a big deal happen uh, where we maybe we do end up with a franchise quarterback after the season. Maybe we do wait until next year to go get after franchise quarterback. Let's see what happens in the draft. But we're going to keep everybody updated on all of this. But uh, do you have any other thoughts on Chicago and, and what's going on with this offseason? Um, I mean, uh, we pretty much covered w- – for their, you know, for the moves that they made up until this point, there's been quite, you know, a few releases because we had to, you know, clear up the cap room. And, of course, we got our quarterback today. Um, we, we secured our wide receiver last week. Um, yeah. We just, you know, secure, now we just grabbed another, um, we just grabbed a lineman, an offensive lineman. And, you know, if at best, if we if we can get away from the hoopla that we was unfortunately been subjected under for, for weeks now, removed from that just from a business sense I will at least say the Bears are doing what they're supposed to be doing it not necessarily take let's let's take the identities away just based on from a personnel move I'm just saying as far as the direction and and it's only being day two at least they secured a couple pieces that was very critical and um, if nothing else but I think it needs to be revisited that question and probably revisit it almost on a weekly basis until free agency and the draft is finished because it, it we got a long way to go before um opening open a week yeah. we are it, the, the bears got a lot of work to do and i'm not they're not the only team in the league it's quite a, it's a 
large list of teams that's and they're just on that list of teams that got a lot of work to do in off season. And I would like to at least think that they somewhat got a jump on it. Not wasn't our first choices. Wouldn't be the first time. It's not our first choices. And it, it's just kind of we. I know we all have this let down, disappointed. Here we go again, type of thing. You yeah. Know? You know we. What do they? What do they? What is the? How does the saying go? Um. Never the bride, always the. I, I, I forgot how they say. It. I, it's I, an I, old saying. It, <laughs> you know what? I'm showing my age, sorta, because I don't even know what's saying. It. it doesn't even matter. It just. It's one of those. Just another letdown. Like you know. If it was another franchise, we'll be seeing all these great highlight, you know, headlines like we always do every single yeah. year. But then it comes down to the Bears, and it's just kind of like that one light bulb that's still flickering, and and then it bust, it busts and goes out, and that's the end of that. We like I didn't even hear the report. There was no report. They they didn't do anything. You know, it's just or they like I said, they 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 went cheap or or they're gonna you know please don't try to sell us on this practice squad player that that this. I'm I'm serious. I've seen these reports on local um uh, local networks growing up through my childhood yeah. and, and and going into my adult my my young adulthood watching the Bears. I couldn't believe these reports that they would just, they these be it be these little powder puff pieces that they would do yeah. and I'm just I'm so over it as a Bears fan. Yes, I'm such a Bears fan that I became a Chiefs fan. <laughs> you know, and I'm not talking about I became a Chiefs fan recently, people. Let uh, me be very clear. Fan for 31 years. Time. Okay, 1990. Christian Okoye is what got yeah. me into it. If anybody want to try to question, <laughs> like, wait, all, all of a sudden you was a Chiefs fan. Nobody ever did. I was just been waiting for that conversation. Yeah. I'm just like, I wish somebody <laughs> would try to question me. On, I know more about the Chiefs than I do. probably do the Bears, which is sad. In, at least in recent history, in recent history, not right. in the past. I think I Actually, definitely know more about it's, Chicago it's, than you do. At, at, it's as vice today. versa. Yeah. Right. I know the history of the Bears much better than I know their, their yeah. modern history. And then for the Chiefs, I know their modern history way better. I mean, I, I kind of know, know. I, I know them through and through, actually. Yeah. I, I'm a Chiefs fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, yeah, this is a disappointing time to be a Bears fan as we are not having the opportunity. It seems like we don't have the opportunity to have our franchise quarterback as we had hoped this off season. Um, and definitely I don't, well, I mean, yes, no, you're no, right. I'm just, I'm, it's in hindsight. I'm like, the bears never really even had opportunities to draft one. And they had an opportunity. Yeah. That's what I'm really getting at now. And like, that's I'm what pissed. I mean. You see why I'm so frustrated and why I had the take that I had it, when you were trying to give us a silver lining. It's like, well, yeah, but hey, we had that chance and we, we pissed it away. True. Like, yeah, we did. And so I, I, I was. I won't get worked up again, though. <laughs> I'll let this. I let that digress. I'll, I'm going to have to cool off because uh, I understand. I, I want to see because uh, I, I, I do. In the grand scheme of things, I want to be excited for what the Bears have in store because at the end of the day, even if this is it and Andy Dalton's our guy for this year, and even if it doesn't work out this year, mm -hmm. we are going to have the opportunity next year and we're going to be, in, I think, in an even better position next year to get a quarterback. Obviously, we will not have the, 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 the weapons around them as much, but, hey, we'll still have hopefully a better offensive line at the time. Maybe we can get some some better weapons through free agency this year. Maybe we can make some moves. We'll see what happens. I'm still trying to be as optimistic as possible, but I am still disappointed that we 
that the news about the Bears getting a quarterback is not the news of Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. And I just want to put out a you know a quick just just a just a verbal poll like to anyone listening to this, please please write in the comments or share with us who do you, if, and I understand is we talking about Chicago but we're we're, we're asking you to do this please mm-hmm. please tell us who you think was the best Bears quarterback of all time. You know, take scratch that doing it in the comments. I'll go put that poll on Twitter. Oh, please do. Yeah, and go follow us at Twitter. It's at the underscore square pod. I will put up a poll. It'll go up probably on March 17th, uh, the morning of. So with this podcast being out, you'll be able to see that and go over there and and go check that out uh, within that 24-hour period. I'll have it up for for a day. And I'm only sharing that because I'm I'm having a real disdain about this whole Sid Luckman slash Jim McMahon debate and – We'll get into uh, it next yeah. week after we get the poll results. We so. will, and I and I'm gonna save it because you know I know you got worked up about the bear. I, you would be amazed. That's the one thing that worked me up. That's just because because <laughs> the more I look at the numbers, I'm just I'm really sick of this narrative. That we'll get into it next yeah. time. So, yeah. Well, like you said, I, go I'm follow us that. on Twitter. It's at the underscore and under at the underscore square pod. Go follow us there. Um, the, the poll will be up there and you can also track uh, our likes and, and everything that's happening in free agency. You'll be able to see those tweets there. Um, and then also, again, please like, rate, subscribe on the podcast here, whether you are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, wherever you are, please rate, share, please, because we definitely want to grow the community here. And please comment down below if you are on YouTube, because we do want to have this be a interactive community. We will respond to you. We will give you guys our thoughts uh, in the comments down below. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear what we were wrong about, what we're right about, everything in between. Just let us know it. Let us hear it down below what we missed. Um, and we'll be able to get back to you on that. Uh, besides that, though, um, I mean, again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. All right, have a good night and peace. Oh, bears. <laughs>